Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. It's a briefer history of everything. And today we're going to talk about, we're going to continue talking about Ishkur's Guide to Electronic Music. And we're going to start at the very beginning of electronic music, which dates back, I don't know, the middle of the 20th century, sometime 50s, 60s, 1950s, 1960s, and experimental music. And a lot of this experimental music started with just a way to synthesize or simulate sounds with what they what's called an oscillator. And an oscillator basically can generate a tone based on a wave, a wave, you know, like a sine wave up and down, or a square wave, or a triangle wave, sawtooth wave, or some kind of some kind of wave it can it would they would use these oscillators to create different kinds of sounds and in fact the uh, the show song or the, the kind of the sounds of the song that's playing underneath my voice is some experimental music that i pulled from ishkar's guide and it, it's some of the earliest types of uh experimental electronic music so but let's talk about uh some of this early experimental music which emerged somewhere in the mid kind of 20th century as composers and musicians began to explore the potential of electronic and electroacoustic technologies for creating new forms of music the development of electronic music can be traced back to the early 20th century with the invention of electronic instruments like i was saying the uh, theremin is an interesting uh, type of instrument and the andes mar <laughs> I'm, i have to read this because i don't know how to say it m-a-r-t-n-o-t martinot the andes martinot but it was in the 1950s and the 1960s that in experimental electronic music began to take shape as a as a distinct genre of music. Uh, one of the pioneers of experimental electronic music was French composer Pierre Schaeffer, who founded the Groupe de Recherches Musicales, the GRM, in Paris in 1958. Schaeffer and his colleagues developed a new form of music that they called Musique Concrete, and that's going to be the next, uh, that's going to be our next episode, which involved recording and manipulating sounds from the environment using tape recorders and other electronic devices. That's also called sampling. A lot of artists use sampling to create all kinds. You can create like a whole song from a sample just a sample of a door being shut or voices or whatever. Uh, Musique Concrete was characterized by its emphasis on texture and timbre. That's timbre spelled T-I-M-B-R-E, which is kind of the color of a sound, rather than uh, melody and harmony and its use of unconventional sounds like footsteps, animal noises, and mechanical sounds, like I was saying. In the United States, composers like John Cage and Morton Subtnik were also experimenting with electronic music in the 1950s and 60s, 
Cage's piece, William's Mix, in 1952, was one of the first composers to use magnetic tape as a medium for creating music, while Subnautic's Silver Apples of the Moon, in 1967, was one of the first electronic music albums to be commissioned by a major record label. In the 1970s and 80s, experimental music continued to evolve as new technologies like synthesizers, drum machines, and digital audio workstations, or DAWs, became available. Became available. Artists like Brian Eno, Tangerine Dream, and Kraftwerk began to incorporate electronic sounds into their music, paving the way for the emergence of electronic dance music, which we all know and love as EDM, in the 1990s and 2000s. Today, experimental electronic music continues to push the boundaries of what is popular with sound, with artists like Aphex Twin, Achitre, and On Onatrix Point Never, exploring new sonic territories through the use of digital synthesizers, granular synthesis, and other advanced techniques. Experimental electronic music has become a rich and diverse genre that encompasses a wide range of styles and approaches from abstract soundscapes to pulsing beats and melodies. It's such an interesting genre and the technology keeps getting better and better and better. I read somewhere that a $500,000 studio back in the 1980s can be replicated. That, that technology and that ability to create that, uh, that level of sound production can be replicated in your house for 500 bucks in today's technology. It's pretty amazing, and it's just getting more fun and more interesting and easier for guys like you and me to be able to put a studio in their home and, and start to have fun with, with electronic music. It doesn't have to be EDM. It can be anything. So that's it for today. And we're going to jump into Musique Concrete in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, folks. This has been an AI Words presentation. See you later. To myself, run, Beth. Run for your life before this man kills you both. Then do you know what the klutz did? No, and I don't care.